most dangerous morning show, The Breakfast Club. Man, what the hell is this, man? Breakfast Club, bitches. I'm glad they put y'all together. Y'all are like a mega force. Y'all just took over every... Wake your punk ass up. This Chris Brown. I've officially joined The Breakfast Club. Say something, mother... I'm with it. The world's most dangerous morning show, Breakfast Club, bitches. Hello? Check, check. Yo, 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 yo. I see Envy sitting there, but I don't hear him saying anything. Good morning, USA. Good morning, Canada. Toronto. Anybody? Can y'all hear me? We hear you. <laughs> okay, good. All right, well, good morning. What day is today? Wednesday? Home. I don't know. <laughs> can Charlamagne and Envy not hear me? You know, we're set up with cameras in the house, Revolt TV. Hey, guys. And I can Sorry. see Charlamagne and Envy, but I, I just see them sitting there. All right, let's start over. Let's start over. No, it's too late. We did all that. No, we got to do the intro the right way. <laughs> let's try this again. Yo 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 Good morning, Angela Yee. Good morning, DJ Envy. Charlemagne the God. Peace to the planet. Guess what day it is? Guess what day it is? Pump day. Apologies for the technical difficulties. Toronto, what up? I don't know what the hell happened this morning. That's what happens when uh, you do live radio. Sometimes you got to walk in here and blow this thing off. Yeah. Like old I was like, can everybody, I thought everybody Whoa. couldn't hear me and y'all were talking without me. And then no, I no, like, oh, I, I couldn't hear anything. On. Now, Charlamagne, you said every yeah, once told- in a while you got to get up and blow this thing off. What, what? Explain. Oh, shut up, man. God damn, we just got here and you already starting. Stop it. Stop it. Stop that goes to your brain. I'm just asking again, a bro. question. Hold on, say it, Drum. What'd you say? He said it was gay. So what? I'm just asking. Exactly. The point. Just asking. Yeah, the sometimes you got sometimes you gotta go in here and you gotta ghetto rig these things. You know what I mean? You gotta blow it off like an old school Nintendo okay. game and shake it around a little bit. Okay, I'm just asking. You wanted to. When you waking up and saying you blowing things off and shaking things off, I just asked what you were doing. I, that's all whoa, I'm asking. Whoa, whoa, whoa. That's what you whoa, said. Whoa, whoa. But good morning. What a way to start this morning. I was a little tired. Mm-hmm. You just woke me right up. Well, um I'm sure I did. That's the way you like to wake up. Mm. Shut up. Kenny Smith will be joining us this morning. Kenny the Jet. Yes, Kenny Smith. Kenny the Jet Smith. From from inside the NBA. Uh, Mm -hmm. He'll be here to discuss uh, all things of the bubble. Mm -hmm. That's what we should call it this year. We should call it the National Bubble Association. Right? That's what the NBA is this year. And he has his own training camp. He has his... Mm-hmm. Yeah, and he he has his own training camp where he uh, teaches people how to play basketball. Online um, right now. Yeah, online right now. I might be one of the trainers because I'm I'm so nice and ball right now. So I'm gonna ask him if he needs me to work for him. That takes away all the legitimacy of it. <laughs> Goodness gracious! All right, well let's get the show cracking. Front page news. What are we talking about? Well, today's a big day. You know why? No, don't say it. Say it. Taxes. 
Exactly. And we're going to talk about some special yeah. things that are happening because I know tax day can be depressing. They did actually yeah. delay tax day to today. But some stores have some special deals for you, too, that you can take advantage of. They should delay the tax a little more. I woke up my stomach hurting. They did already. They should delay it a little more. But the world's still not open. There's a lot of people that are still quarantined. There's a lot of places that are still closed. They should shut it down for a little bit what longer. It's from last what year. Happened to delay, what happened to delaying until like October? You can still delay. from last year? You can still get an extension. Right. You can still get an extension. You can still file. But if you are going to do that, you have to do it today. That's right. All right. Well, let's get the front page news when we come back. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. Morning, everybody. It's DJ NV Angela Yee, Charlemagne the Guy. We are the Breakfast Club. Let's get in some front page news. Where are we starting, Yee? Well, today is tax day. So, you know, this was the extension from April 15th. So, your taxes are due today. It was extended because of coronavirus. Now, I do have some good news. There's all kinds of deals, and you should look these up online as well because there's a lot. But at 7 Eleven, you can get a free medium Slurpee until Friday. Uh, actually, no, they actually said for this whole month. Uh, Cheesecake Factory, you can get a free slice of cheesecake when you spend $30 or more until Friday. Krispy Kreme, they also are giving away a free original glazed dozen with the purchase of any dozen, and that's for their 83rd birthday. Other places like Olive Garden are celebrating tax day uh, with a selection of wine for $15 a bottle. White Castle, you get a free medium soft drink. Boston Market, Burger King, uh, Wendy's, Checkers, Chili's, Fat Burger, McDonald's, Rally, Shake Shack, Sonic. All of these places, Steak and Shake, have all kinds of deals happening. So make sure y'all check out those deals online. Wow. I don't care about none of that. I need somebody to make my you life tax-free. Tax <laughs> okay? I don't care about none of that. Don't make those, any money, uh, then you uh, won't I, have I, to pay. Well, that's not the case. Um, but you know, that is, the, that is the bright side, right? The bright side is even mm -hmm. when you do have to pay a large amount in taxes, the fact that you can say, all right, I can pay that and still be fine is is, is the blessing, right? That is the blessing. Yeah. But the fact that you got to pay that is like mother effers. You can always Man. do a whole lot of donations and then have a lot uh, of write-offs. I do that too. Right. The more you do, the more you donations. have. That ain't true. I do mm -hmm. so much philanthropy and all types of other stuff. Like, and you got the house, you got the family, you got I the do kids, all that. All I got that. the businesses, yeah, yeah. I got yeah, all that. Exactly. And I still get yeah. hit with a, a that, huge... That sounds good. Whatever you know what? I don't want to hear all this rich know. talk about how much y'all got to pay because y'all made so much money. Well, you the okay? one that asked I ain't, that. I, ain't say, I ain't say nothing about rich talk. I might mm -hmm. owe, owe $5,000. Like. And that might be too much for me. I ain't say nothing a, about rich talk. I'm just all saying of it's too much. You know, I don't want to pay nothing. Yeah, anytime, yeah, I don't want to pay a damn thing. Salute to Amazon. <laughs> yeah, right. I, I want to get around like like Amazon and like your president, like how they do it. That's what I want to know. But anyway. All right. Yes. Now let's talk about mail-in voting. Sign. Uh, a lot of people are having issues with mail-in voting. They said tens of millions of Americans are expected to use that this November, but there's a lot of potential problems. Now they are saying that in the primary elections held so far this year, at least 60, 65,000 absentee or mail-in ballots have been rejected because they either arrive past the deadline, and a lot of times that was through no fault of the voter, or there could be little things like you forgot to sign it. Mm -hmm. uh, so just make sure that you do whatever you have to do. Follow the instructions so that your ballot does not get rejected because of errors. Okay. Okay. Just giving y'all that heads up because everybody is talking about expanding mail-in voting and absentee ballots, and we want to make sure your vote does count. So, as you know, there were some takeaways from primary elections and runoffs that happened yesterday in Texas, Alabama, and Maine. 
Uh, if y'all were paying attention to that, Jeff Sessions actually lost to his GOP opponent in Alabama, who, by the way, is also backed by Donald Trump. And that was former Auburn University football coach Tommy Tuberville. So that was a big blow for Jeff Sessions, who was trying to get his seat back. All right. Well, that is your front page news. Get it off your chest. 800-585-1051. If you need to vent, hit us up right now. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. This is your time to get it off your chest. Whether you're mad or blessed, we want to hear from you on The Breakfast Club. Hello, who's this? Yo, what's up, Envy? What's up, Trav? Uh, chilling, chilling. Hey, ye. Hi, Trav. Hey, boo. Welcome back. We missed you. Hope you enjoyed your vacation. I missed you, too. Uh, congrats on your new show and that you co-hosted and everything. And, um, and also on your Breakfast Club nomination because you wasn't there last week. Oh, yes. Thank you. I appreciate you for acknowledging. I had Fox Soul last night, my Motown countdown show. Yes, ma'am. What's up, Char? How are you? Peace, queen. How are you? Uh, I'm, I'm a king, not a queen, sis. Oh, my okay. bad. I meant to say sis. I was reading something else. <laughs> Why can't you be both, though? Look, Char, you might be right about Envy, man. Like, he's been being a little thief on Instagram. Talk he's been him. being, like, real... Talk to him, He's been being, like, real... He's been being real strategic about it. Like, on Saturday, right, he posted just mm. a picture of his bike. Like, you know, just warming us up, a little foreplay. Then on Sunday, oh. then he dropped the whole picture with his little legs out. Mm. You like the I attention, Trav. Envy. Don't be ignoring me, Envy. Yes, Trav. Right. But no, I do want to say, like, I ain't calling to talk about that. I want to talk about something serious real quick. I do think <laughs> as black men, I feel like, <laughs> I do think as black men, we should be empowering each other. So I do want to say that um, Charlemagne, you posted one of the most artistic pieces of art on your Instagram last week. And I was going to say, uh, from one man to another man, Envy, I think you had the most beautiful toes oh I've ever goodness. seen in my life. Okay. <laughs> your toes. This is all like, really no, nice. No, 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 seriously. My your toes are beautiful. Don't encourage Envy, them, Trav. Don't encourage them. Thank, like, no, thank you, Trav. Those grown man feet, those are the most beautiful toes I've ever seen in my life, Envy. Thanks, 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 Trav. Trav. Start, start his OnlyFans page. Start the OnlyFans page for his feet. Yeah, I'm about to, uh, Envy, let me manage your feet. DM me. No, 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 because I got a message the All other day that told us that, that somebody said they want to put stretch marks on my hips. So, no, Travis, no, this is enough. Because of your toes? I don't know. Listen, you know what? There are some crazy, crazy OnlyFans toe stories, though. I'm not going to lie. Trav and brothers like Trav are the reason that Envy is acting the way he's acting, because let's be clear, there is no compliment that gasses you up more than a compliment from a gay man. And all these compliments that Envy is getting from the LGBT community is gassing him up he is feeling himself work envy work get out of here get it off your chest 800-585-1051 if you need to vent hit us up now it's the breakfast club good morning the breakfast club this is your time to get it off your chest whether you're mad or blessed so you better have the same energy we want to hear from you on the breakfast club hello who's this what's going on this is jimmy from miami Hey, what's up, Jimmy from Miami? Get it off your chest, bro. Well, y'all know that song, uh, Uptown Vibes, with uh, Fabulous and Meek Mill, right? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. I got a, I got a question for y'all. Um, specific, specifically, this radio station, you know, 
Y'all cut off all, I lost part the Spanish news part. You know, I feel some type of way about that, man. What's up with that? We we do what? They cut off the Spanish guy. There's three people on this. Meek Mill, Fabulous, and Annuel. Uh, there is? Yeah. You didn't even know that? Y'all cut them off? I had no idea. Yeah, but we don't... We don't decide what music is played, sir. So uh, it's not particularly us. Nah, that's but that did validate line. his it's point. That did validate his point. And Spanish radio stations, they, 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 when, you know, when we have English rappers on the Spanish radio stations, we let it ride, you feel me? Like, what's up? That's, yes, we sir. haven't played that song in rotation in months. That, that must have been on your mind for a minute. <laughs> 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 like I, I know I'm late. I know I'm late. I know I'm late. It's been a while since I've been hearing y'all on the radio, man. Y'all made my day. For real. All right, brother. Hello, who's this? It's toe time. Big chocolate to toe sucker. How we doing? Okay, Envy. Bring them oh, out. Bring them out. So, so listen, it's my birthday this month, right? I want two things. I want to go to Foxwood Casino, Mohegan Sun, win some money in Connecticut. You know where I did the YouTube video with Snoop Dogg. And I want to come down to the studio and have Angela E. make me a cake, put some chocolate icing on her toes, and let me suck them toes for 10 minutes, girl. What do you think? Now, listen, right. I would be remiss. To not actually pass this on to our resident toe model, DJ Envy. I'll pass. It will never, ever surprise me that uh, Big Chocolate, the toe sucker, doesn't give a damn about the Me Too era. Like, he just didn't even, he didn't even flinch at the Me Too era. He just remained <laughs> consistently who mm-hmm. he is. Sure did. Gee, he didn't even try to make a change. Nope. Now we got rumors on the way, E. Yes, I'm going to tell you who has already bowed out of the presidential race after just recently announcing he was running for president. All right, we'll get into that next. Keep it locked. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Listen up. It's just in. All the gossip. Gossip. The Rumor Report. Gossip. With Angela Angela Yee. It's The Rumor Report. The Breakfast Club. Yes, so Snoop Dogg and DMX are going to be battling each other in the Versus series. You can actually watch that on Instagram or Apple Music. And it will take place next week, Wednesday, July 22nd. So Snoop Dogg actually posted it as well. He said, I ain't got no dog in this fight. Yes, you do. Who you got? And previously, remember, DMX had said he wanted to challenge Jay-Z, but looks like that's not going to happen. Yeah, this has been in the works for a while now. I'm excited about this. I I think... Swiss is going to DJ for DMX, so I wonder who's going to DJ for Snoop. It'd be dope if Dr. Dre came and DJ for Snoop, right? Oh, uh, that's not happening. Probably Daz. Um, who you got? <laughs> 20 songs, Snoop right? Snoop DMX. I don't know. Ooh, that's a close one, because DMX had a strong 20. Snoop got, of course, a strong 20, but it's the 20 biggest records that you have. And what? I don't know, bro. I really don't know. Envy, shut up. Cool. I love DMX. I mean, DMX took a Snoop long Dog. break. <laughs> I love DMX, but that's Snoop Dogg all day. Right, oh, man. But, I love X. But you got to think, it's, it's no 20 butt. songs. It's 20 songs. It depends on what okay, songs Snoop and? picks, and it depends on what songs DMX uh, picked. They both got 20 songs. Uh, Gin and Juice, Deep Cover, uh, What's My Name, um, Beautiful, uh, the dog. Uh, ain't no fun if the homies can't have none. That's. I mean, come on. And I love. I love X. But come on, man. Snoop Dogg is in another, another, another weight class when it comes to twenty hit records. X got records right. that I and love. Consistently you got, put out about, music for a yeah. longer period of time. But you too. can't. You can't say that because they both. You, you, you're talking twenty songs. So it's the twenty songs they. You got to right? stop with your New York bias. It's because not. Your New York bias is making you look stupid. It's okay. not. But but you can't. But you can't just say it's 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 gonna be like that. But it's twenty songs. So 
X still got Rough Rider Anthem. He still got Money Cash Holes. He still got Get At Me Dog. He still got How It's Going money Down. Money Cash Holes, he was on the hook. Now, tell me, the Money Cash Holes, he was, only on, he was on the he hook. Had he had a verse. Money Cash, so, you know, he had a so, verse. So the, so the second named, song you name from his catalog named, is somebody else's record. But you just named Deep Cover. That was Dre record featuring Snoop. Was a, that, was from a, that was from a soundtrack. For soundtrack, right? Both of them going back you and forth. You can use but songs that you verse, just appeared on and that it's not your song. And you can use songs that you just appeared on, too. For sure. Uh, all I'm saying is drop it like it's hot. You know, young, wild, and free. Like, you know, more recent stuff like sensual seduction. Like, and then listen, I, 20 songs, you got to get at the Snoop. Beautiful. 20 songs. That's it. You, you got a lot. He has a lot of songs, though. He got a lot. X got, got a lot, lot of songs. features. He, they both got a lot of songs, but they just picking 20. If it's if you're talking catalog and hits and this, then he ever Snoop. But when you just got to pick 20, it's a little different. Maybe that's what catalog is. That's what and catalog and hits is those 20 songs. But it's 20, but they can go longer right, than 20. All right, guys, we're going to debate this. We're going to debate this more and, as we get closer to the And you got Swizzy DJing. That's uh, a little different, brother. Oh, God. Okay. Burton Murder was the case. Nothing but a G thing. Like, these are just different type of records. And I love DMX. Love the dog. What's but, my name? Man. Party up. What these just want. Like, he got a lot of joints. Do, 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 do you think DMX's What's My Name is going to compare to Snoop Dogg's What's My Name? What's my mother effing name? Snoop Doggy. Dog. Like, stop it, man. Stop. They got 20. All right. Now, Kanye West was trying to get his name on ballots in Florida, and then he reportedly has bowed out of that presidential race. So he did make a, a bit of an effort. <laughs> According oh, to Intelligencer reports, they said that he started the process of having his, his name included on the ballots for some states, but uh, they said he had missed a deadline for certain places, and in order to meet the ballot requirements, you have to sign that petition in less than a week, and... He didn't have enough of that going down. So Steve Kramer, who was the get-out-the-vote specialist uh, who managed a firm that assists candidates in making the ballots, said that Kanye's team hired him to get him on the ballots in Florida and South Carolina, and Kanye's team was working over the weekend there. But then I guess he decided that he just had to drop out of the race. They said he's Let out. Let me ask a simple question. Let me yeah. ask a simple question. How can yes, you drop Secretary. out of a race that you... How can you drop out of a race that you were never really in? Okay, Kanye never even registered with the FEC. FEC. He was never really running for president, but the media made a non-story a story, and now they're making him dropping out a story. How can you drop out of something you were never really in? If this is the most dangerous election of all time, then people need to really act like it. Saying Kanye is a distraction, nothing can distract you if you aren't really aren't easily distracted. Saying Kanye just wants headlines and publicity, so do these media outlets that are reporting this like it's a real story. He was so, never really running for president. Well, you were, never was he happening. Had, he asked you well, to be somebody check on Chance the Rapper. No, he didn't. No, he didn't. And we, <laughs> I seen and that, that story. That's, and that, by the way, I seen that story too. And that goes to show you how stupid media is and how the, we don't do we don't do real journalism. Envy was joking and said Kanye <laughs> called Charlemagne and asked to be Secretary of State, and that became a headline. Charlemagne, <laughs> Kanye asked Charlemagne to be Secretary of State. Hey, come on, man, we got to do better, yo. Well, but y'all, y'all, y'all are learning. Be a, a pretty good source. No, he doesn't. <laughs> All right, Odell Beckham is saying that he almost retired. He was doing a roundtable interview with Victor Cruz, Cam Newton, and Ty Gurley, and here's what he had to say. When I broke my ankle, bro, there was really a point when I had seen, I said, I said this in college, I said, I fear the day that they make this game a business and not what I love. And when I, when I seen that for the first time after breaking my ankle, like, I thought about, like, not playing no more. Like, this is not really it for me because they've ruined the game of football for me a little bit. But then when I be on the sideline and that little kid is 
do the whip, dance. Like, that is what fuel. That's what fueled me. All right, that's interesting. That's what fuels him. I, I could see that happening and that being inspirational. Now, in the same talk, Cam Newton talks about going to play for the Patriots and coming in after Tom Brady. We have to talk about the elephant in the room. And it's like, you know you who you you coming after. And I'm like, yeah, what he was, what he is, is great. Needs no even talking about it. But one thing about it, though, Coach McDaniels, you're able to, to call some stuff that you ain't never been able to call now. All right, you, you know, and I told, hey, you getting a dog? You get, I'm, you ain't, you ain't, you getting one of these ticked off dogs yeah. too? That's like, bro. And I'm looking at the schedule. I'm like, who we play? That team passed on me. I can't wait to see what Cam Newton does this year, man. I, I'm rooting for the brother, even though I'm a, I hate That's the Patriots. Be. I just want, I want him to play well. It's gonna be so, interesting. Now Patriots you like always the have a good system. I didn't say I like the Patriots. I said I'm rooting for that brother. I didn't say I like. If the you're Patriots. rooting for him, you're rooting for the Patriots. I hate the Patriots, but I, I want Not that brother true. to do well. <laughs> yeah, it's gonna be a, it's gonna be interesting. It's gonna be interesting to see him in that system. Patriots always have a, a a really good system, and usually quarterbacks that they put plug in do thrive well. So it'll be interesting to see. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, I'm Angela Yee, and that is your rumor report. All right. Thank you, Miss Yee. Now, when we come back, front page news. What are we talking about? Yes, and get ready for a phase four stimulus package because of coronavirus. What does that look like? All right. We'll get into that next. Keep it locked. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. Morning, everybody. It's DJ NV, Angela Yee, Charlemagne the Guy. We are the Breakfast Club. You all right over there? I just well, let's get in, I'm just waking up. Let's, let's get in some front page news. Where are we starting? Well, right now, some of the biggest names in entertainment are calling on the Justice Department. They want them to reopen the case of Danroy DJ Henry. He was a 20-year-old black college student from Easton who was shot and killed by a white police officer outside of a restaurant, outside of a Finnegan's restaurant in Mount Pleasant, New York. This happened back in 2010. So right now, Rihanna, Jay-Z, Pharrell, Kerry Washington, they are among the celebrities who have signed this letter a couple of days ago that was addressed to the U.S. attorney. Now, this shooting did make headlines. I know we talked about it on The Breakfast Club. A police officer had knocked on the car window and a passenger in the car told investigators they thought officers wanted them to move the vehicle as he pulled forward as a... DJ Henry moved forward. Police yelled for him to stop. At one point, Officer Aaron Hess stepped in front of the car, ended up on the on the hood, and fired several shots through the windshield. That's when he was pulled from the car and died. He was handcuffed on the pavement, awaiting for EMTs, and the passenger was also wounded. There were no federal charges brought in the case. And in 2015, the U.S. Attorney's Office said that evidence did not support charges. They said they examined the evidence regarding the immediate aftermath of the shooting and the failure of officers on the scene, which was chaotic, to administer medical care to him as they waited for EMT crews. But the office could not conclude that the officer's actions amounted to a willful criminal civil rights violation. You know, this, that, that story is tragic. Uh, salute to my man Dan Henry and Angela Henry, uh, DJ's dad and mother. We had both of them on The Breakfast Club. And I wish mm-hmm. everybody who doesn't, you know, who, who doesn't uh, participate in getting these officers charged, I wish that these, these law enforcement officials could have a face-to-face convo with the parents of these people that these, these, these officers be taking out. I really think that would change your perspective. If you just sat down and had a conversation with the parents and you see the the hole that exists in their life because they can't get closure simply because y'all don't want to hold your own accountable. Man, yo. Salute to Dan Henry and Angela Henry. I I pray that they get the justice they're seeking. 
Right. And, you know, obviously nothing will bring their son back, but they have to make that determination of what happened in this case. And the, the people who killed their son, the officers should go to jail. So 100%. we'll keep you updated. Yes, on that. Now, I'm sure you guys talked about this while I was on vacation, but they were trying to do this whole restriction on, on for online-only uh, instruction for foreign students where they wanted international students who could take online courses not to be able to stay in the United States. They wanted to get them out of here. Well, the Trump administration has dropped that restriction on online-only instructions for foreign students right now. So they got a lot of blowback because of that proposal, and a lot of people said it was poorly conceived and executed. Y'all, I'm sure y'all talked about that, right? I don't remember. I don't, I don't think, think so. I don't know. So imagine know. you're an international student here, and now your school is closed because of coronavirus, and you're taking the online yes. courses, but they tell you you have to get out of here, and you have to leave the United States, but you're a student. And yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I've heard that that situation. I actually know a couple of students that had to deal with it. But yeah, that's absolutely positively foul. I mean, you can't kick these kids out, man. These kids are just trying so, to get their education, man. You can't kick the kids. And where out, the hell are they going? <laughs> where where <laughs> are they going? If you already was uh, if you already had plans to be in a whole another country for a certain amount of time, where are you going? Mm-hmm. So there's more than one million international students in the U.S. and they were very frustrated, very concerned about what their next steps would be because it's not your fault that universities and colleges are announcing decisions to move courses online. So right now what they're saying is they're trying to work on having this apply only to new students rather than students already in the United States and they've also declined to comment on ongoing policy process. Shouldn't they let these students, these international students, quarantine at the schools though? Like that, that that wouldn't hurt, right? Even if they are doing classes from their their dorm rooms, shouldn't they let them quarantine on campus? Because I'm sure that they already yeah. paying for room and board. But you know, you know what they even doing here at a lot of these colleges. What I'm realizing, of course, you know, Madison's going to college next year. What they're doing is they're having online classes, but you do the online classes from your dorm, which I don't think makes sense. But you still kind of get the feeling of college because you college still experience, experience yeah. but you just can't go to you just can't go to classes. And then what they're doing is maybe one class a week, and then the rest of it you just do it from your dorm, which is crazy because you still got to pay for room and board and, and, and your college experience. But I'm trying to figure out if that's what I want to do for Madison because I still want her to get that experience where she meets people, meets friends, has some type of college experience, but she only get to go to one one class a, a week. All right. Well, that is your front page news. All right, thank you, Miss Yee. Now, when we come back, Kenny Smith, Kenny the Jet Smith will be joining us. We'll be talking everything NBA. Also, he has a new uh, Jet Academy where he'll be teaching people how to play basketball through, I guess, I don't know, what is it Zoom or whatever platform he has. We'll talk to him next. It's virtual. Virtual, yeah. We'll talk to him next. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlemagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. We have a special guest on the line from the borough of Queens. We have Kenny Smith. Welcome, brother. Queens get the money. Queens get the money. <laughs> What's up, my brother? You guys. How, how are you guys, man? I, I just want to say that y'all have been my entertainment, my political thought, my uh, sports. Y'all been everything during this whole pandemic. I appreciate you guys. Oh, thank you. Appreciate you, man. You know, you I, I was, I was sitting, I was sitting back. Well, yeah, how, how have you been quarantining? Yeah, I was gonna say, what, yeah, what you been doing? How's, how's it been? 
this is this radius of about three miles. I've been really in Encino, Los Angeles uh, area. So just been in the valley for, for three months. Haven't been on a plane. Mm-hmm. Haven't been on a, any public transportation. I, you know, I, I just pay attention to it on the side of caution for a couple of months. It's not going to, you know, bother, you know, like even the whole wearing a mask thing. I'm like, I, I, I would only have to really wear it for an hour. If, it, if, if, if everyone's wrong, so what? But if right. everyone's right, then, then nobody dies. All right? It's an hour. So I've always been on that side of caution just for an hour or two. Would you have wanted to go work in the bubble? Um, they're asking us to possibly go down there. I think, you know, those are the kind of things that, you you know, I look at it as privilege, like, oh, wow, you got to stay in a room for 20, 48 hours. And, like, those aren't the things to worry about right now. I, I think mm-hmm. that there's a bigger cause and a bigger, you know, um, thought process, you know, between the social unjust that's going on and uh, that's not really going on. Let me take that back. That's become more aware to others. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, you know, I, I think that, you know, there's a lot more going on than complaining about maybe – being in a um, in the confines of Disney World for for forty eight hours or or, or or a month or two. But Kenny, if there's if the NBA is coming back, you gotta have inside the NBA. So I would only assume TNT is sending y'all down there to work in the bubble. I, I mean, I would only assume that. Well, initially we're gonna do our show from like home, and then we're gonna move it to Atlanta to the studio. Okay. And then then depending, I guess, how things are going about going into the bubble. But for us, like, typically when we go on the road, it's because we want the fandom. So we want, mm-hmm. you know, fans behind us. We're doing the show. So for us to go down in the bubble, for me, is going to be would be weird because then we're not next to the players. We're not talking to the players. And then we don't have the fans. So we might right. as well either stay at home or, or do it like you guys are doing at home and have still interaction or do it in Atlanta if we're going to be in a, in a, a social distance studio. But to do it, with no fans, when you really go for the fans, to me, it doesn't make too much sense. Do you think the NBA should have came back, or do you think it's too soon? For And, and what reason? In terms of health-wise? Or, health-wise, or? like you see Russell Westbrook just, you know, just tested positive. They still don't know what's going on. You know, there's still players that's getting food outside the bubble. You know, do you think it's, you know, <laughs> hey, maybe we should hold off a little bit? Well, I think health-wise, you know, you got to you gotta go on the side of caution because I, I, I would have, oh, because it's the most contagious virus we've seen in our lifetime and the most deadly. So we, we're not, you know, no one knows the answers. Uh, so, but the one thing that you, you, you really have to understand, I think, is there is no correct way. There are going to be guys who are going to test positive. I think knowing everyone would be negative on the way down, like before, as you got there, you're all there and you know who's going in and who's not, instead of this kind of like, oh, well, now he's not here and now he is. I think that's a little cumbersome. Uh, in terms of socially, I don't think that the NBA or any um, athlete, any entertainer has started the awareness of people who weren't aware about social injustice. So I don't think people playing is going to stop it. If it does, then it's the wrong cause to me. Like, we're, we're in the wrong mindset from the door. If playing a, watching a basketball game for two and a half hours is going to make you think, oh, life is good and it's great for everyone and all, all you know, you know, racial injustice is not here, then you you probably weren't going to be caught in the right movement anyway. Right. I'm glad you said that, man, because, you know, people who say things like the NBA doesn't need to come back because it would be a distraction. I'm like, why do we act like 
activism hasn't happened in sports before. Why do we act like sports protests are not a thing? So how could it be a distraction when those brothers going to be on the court still fighting for the cause? You know, I understood what Kyrie Irving was even saying. Like, I, I get it. I, I know what, he, what his initial thought process was. Uh, and, I, and, and I don't think it's wrong. I don't think it's wrong or right, Charlamagne, but I think certain people don't have the voice he does. So, like, mm-hmm. LeBron, Kyrie, KD, those guys speak. Everybody, it don't matter what time of year, people listen. But, you know, what about Spencer Dunwood? Like, he play, like yeah. what about Montrell Terrell? Right. Like, True. those guys don't, yeah. they don't have microphones in their face. So now they get an opportunity who may have a better idea than some of the guys who have bigger voices to, if they want to get in, in, t- in terms of letting the world know how they feel about it and how they, right. you know, their struggles. That's a phenomenal up. point. That's a phenomenal point. I never thought about that. That's a phenomenal point. Now, what do you think about in the WNBA uh, Washington Mystics player, um, Elena Del Donne, she was saying that she has Lyme disease, and so she was trying to opt out of playing right now, but they did say that she's not at risk. So in a situation like that, what would you say? <laughs> what do you mean you're not at risk? What are you talking about? Like, everybody's at risk. That doesn't even make sense. I mean, the reason that you guys are together in the studio because you guys could be at risk. Like, right. you guys have the, you know, number one show everywhere. You're not together. Like, it doesn't, that to me, that logic, if that is actual and factual. Uh, you know, I, I don't know what was actually said to her. Uh, but if that is the case, that would be inaccurate. Uh, everyone's at risk, you know. It, I think being in New York also, or being a New Yorker, you have a bigger sensitivity because you were the first. Like, I just remember, like, when it was, like, I think it was, like, 25,000 people had it. You know, they were like, oh, the number's at 25,000. And I was like, how do I know 11? Like, it's only 25,000 people. How do I know 11? <laughs> right. And I was like, that's impossible. So it, it was because it was happening in New York. New York was the first being tested. We have a different sensitivity to it. Um, and so that is the most ridiculous statement that she's not at risk of anything. Right. When, because she has Lyme uh, disease, so it could be way it could be way worse for her because she has Lyme disease. So right. they're saying she can't I know opt out. Who had nothing? I know eleven year old kids in Los Angeles who've had COVID who was very sick for two weeks. Very sick. No, I mean he's eleven. He plays basketball every day, runs around, no problem. Very sick for two weeks. That 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 is the most idiotic statement I've ever heard if that's true. All right, we got more with Kenny Smith. When we come back, don't move. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. Good morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are the Breakfast Club. We're still kicking it with Kenny Smith. Now, are you, are you excited about the NBA? And, and who do you think takes it this year? Because it, it seems like it's a setup for LeBron to get a championship in, in L.A. That's what it seems like. I thought it was, I'm going with the Knicks. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, right. They're, they're yeah, the right. Bubble. They're, 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 bubble. They're, yeah, they're in their own bubble. <laughs> yeah, but uh, I, I, I said um, the young teams, I think, have a, a, a better shot than they would have because, one, there's no home court advantage. A lot of times young players, mm. you know, they, the, the anxieties that they have playing on the road, they don't have that now. The only anxiety is, like, can I eat this? Can I talk to this person? Can I ha- shake hands with him? So that's a different anxiety. Uh, then this feels like a, a tournament. It doesn't feel like the NBA. Right. It feels like this is – not last year. I don't even remember what happened. I, I, I paid to remember what happened last year. I don't remember everything that happened last year. And it's like you just like they're dropped into this new season. Like three and a half months 
like guys are coming back with beards and different bodies and like this is like the continuation of something new like if, if you were a second year guy this would be your third year in the league how they would come back and the rookies they're going to come back like it's their second year they've had time to evaluate reevaluate things so this is a tournament all bets are off. Younger players, I think, will, will flourish in this environment more than they would have if they were playing on the road. I see you have on your Jet Academy merch, and so I know you're taking your, your talents virtual right now when it comes to coaching. Yeah, well, I think for me, you know, with, with the social distancing and the COVID, I was like, well, why did your development stop if you want to make your high school team or get better or you want to make your AAU team or your high school team and you want to be a better player. For me, the single most reason I thought that I made the NBA was my workouts in the summer. The single most reason. And so I just created a virtual academy with, and I, I pulled in Kemba Walker, uh, New Yorker. I pulled in Trey Young, Victor Oladipo, All-NBA All-Stars, WNBA uh, MVP, Brianna Stewart, um, Brittany Griner, and we become your personal trainer for an hour and a half. Mm -hmm. And what differentiated is live. We do it live. You come on live, you can answer questions, you can upload videos, and it's jetacademycamp.com, jetacademycamp.com, live virtual training. Guys will be in the bubble. You know, Kimball's in the bubble. He's going to be doing it from the bubble, so you'll get to hear what he's talking about in the bubble. But again, for me, the single most reason I feel with my brother Vince Smith, who's a known trainer in New York area, like, that's the single most reason, JetAcademyCamp.com. I got better in the summer. Can a virtual basketball camp be effective? And I see people train virtually when they just, you know, working out weights, you know, Pilates and stuff like that. But can a virtual basketball camp be effective? Yeah, I, you know, we're from that Billy Blanks. You know what I mean? Yeah, Tybo. Exactly. Tybo, yep. Tybo, you know, and it's effective in this, in this regard because there's individual skills you need as a basketball player. You need ball handling skills. You need shooting skills. But the, the difference is, like, when you do a, a tape, no one can stop you, stop and go, well, oh, this is why you do it. No, and when you do it. This is what you need to look for. That's what Kimber Walker, Trey Young, myself, I can say, no, no, no. You're going to do that when you see this. You're going to do this why. And I think, you know, it was funny. I was talking to Kimber, and Kimber was like, look, I'll show all my secrets, but... If I see, like, Patrick Beverly and all these guys logging on, I'm t and we stop at the session. <laughs> <laughs> all these players coming on. I said, but, but that is it. It's a different sport where you can actually get better by yourself. It's one of the few sports you can do that. You know, I, I want to go back to the NBA real quick. Has there ever been a time where an NBA season has been scrapped midseason where there's no championship, no playoffs, no nothing? No. Um, I don't think there's ever been scrapped. I think we started late, and we've – and we've come back, and then we started the season, but we, you know, because of lockout or strike or what have you. Mm -hmm. uh, but there's never been like, oh, we stop in the middle. No, we come back, and then oh, we scrap it again. Uh, this is unusual, man. And um, again, just for me, I think socially, I think that it's important that the largest group of recognizable African American men, the wealthiest group of African American men. And they could put together the biggest impact if they collectively come with a solution-based thought process about social injustice. They could do it faster than anybody. Anybody. They come from the communities. They know what the community is. And then um, I, I don't know a group like that. I don't know other group of men 
especially now the way the salaries are, collectively of black men with that accumulation of wealth and mm-hmm. that recognition, all they have to do is come up with a solution-based thought process of what you know, the next step could be and collectively do it faster than anybody, anybody. But you're, you're asking people to do things that are out, outside of their skill set, though. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't expect, you know, uh, LeBron James to be Tamika Mallory, or I don't expect, you know, um, Kyrie Irving to be Angela Rye or, or Bakari Sellers or these people who do this on, on the regular. You know what I mean? Like, I, I, don't, I, don't, I think you're right. putting too much on them by asking them that. We're at a time where you don't have to come up with the idea, but you've got to support an idea. Yeah. So yes. Yes. I, I, Bring I attention. That, I put that. I put that on. Um, you know, when we were talking, I think Charlemagne before I said, you know, yourself, Angela, Tamika, as you said, you know, Van, all of you guys have, and you know, you guys here, Angela and 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 Envy, you guys have a, a, a an ability to come up with ideas. It's important now that you say, well, I don't know how to do a virtual basketball camp, mm-hmm. but I can support it. You know right. what I mean? Like, right. you're at a time, I don't know how to create social change, but I need to figure out what to support. And if you don't figure out what to support, you are wrong right now. Or I, I can produce a documentary series to bring more attention to what's been happening, and I can put my money and name behind that. Right. You don't have the, you don't have the luxury anymore to go, I, I don't know how to do it. There's too many people doing it right now. And Charlamagne, would you not take any of any NBA player call? Like, would Tamika, would Angela not take any NBA player call? Of course, no, of course. Right. They got the money, they got the power, they got the resources, <laughs> they can bring awareness to things they got fast the as hell. Absolutely. Right. So now, they, we all, my first call, no lie, when I was, and he knows this, I was listening to Envy on, on uh, Instagram Live, play music. But my first call about thought process or political thought process was Charlemagne. I was like, yo, Charlemagne, what can we do? Then next, I call Angela Rye. Then Tamika, I just was like, what can I do? I don't know how to maybe implement it, but what could I do? No, absolutely. No, Charles Barkley said something. Charles Barkley said something that I agree with. He says that with all of this symbolism happening, you know, uh, I guess he was talking about the changing of the jerseys where you can put the, put uh, a cause on the back of your jerseys. People are forgetting that we still need to change the system. So what do you think the NBA as an organization, as a corporation, could do to help change the actual system? Not just the players, but the NBA. Yeah, I think the NBA could finance an independent board of prosecutors and say, we're going to finance that. So so prosecutors don't prosecute police officers because they work hand-in-hand every day together. Police use prosecutors as independent uh, as expert witnesses. So it's a difficult, as we've seen, or impossible to get convictions on crooked police. So, okay, we're going to fund that. We're going to fund the fact that there's an independent board. So now, if you need that to happen, we'll do that nationally. That's it. We'll put, each team puts a certain amount of money, each player possibly, whatever it is, we'll fund that. So now, there's an independent board that prosecutes police officers who are corrupt. Let's start there. Simple. All right. I like that. All right, we got more with Kenny Smith when we come back. Don't move. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. Everybody, it's DJ NV, Angela Yee, Charlemagne the Guy. We are the Breakfast Club. We're still kicking it with Kenny Smith. Yee. I want to go back to the um, NBA season. What are some great ideas to make this more exciting for the fans to be watching at home? The home experience won't be much different. Oh, it's going to be trash. You know, because, it's going to be trash. You, you think about it. 
you don't really watch who's in the stands when you're watching a television. Nah, but it's the crowd. I watched wrestling with my son the, like a couple of months ago when it first happened, and there was no crowd. It just wasn't the same. When they announced the wrestlers, it was just like no crowd. There's no cheering, and they had like the fake noise. Wrestling is fake. Wrestling is fake. Oh, Still. No, it's not. No, it's not. Still. <laughs> no, it's not. It's not. I mean, like, I think the competition may bring out the lack of fans. I hope. That's my hope. I get what you're saying. Mm -hmm. I, I do get it. But I hope the competition between 12 guys in one area, like, it's kind of like when I watch those baking shows and it's like, you know, you're going to put the best bakers in here and you got the 12 and we're doing the elimination and you're like, man, I'm still watching. I'm still watching. I'm binge watching this silly show about sugar, sugar rush. Like, I'm watching binge watch. But I think the collection of greatness can bring out Hopefully, we'll see. I, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna. Don't quote me on it because it might look like trash. So but they gonna are they gonna mic the players where, the, where you can hear the players talk ish to each other? Like, see, that'll be good too. If oh, it's yeah. like the the part where they, but you know, players might curse. But that'll be good if they really can talk ish to each other and you can see LeBron back somebody down and say, "Yo, get up!" and then you know, what I mean, run the other way, and that would be hard. We do do that already, and there's a seven second delay. Here's the back secret: there's always a seven second delay between natural broadcast and real broadcast. So if you're a big gambler and you're able to have, you're able to have, you have a, your phone ready with your bookie, you might get like, <laughs> like seven seconds ahead. So, right. But it's a seven-second delay because of the cursing and like foul language, whatever. But uh, So they will mic players, coaches. You're going to hear things that you typically might not have heard, too. Right. So because, you know, it is a quiet arena. So you're going to hear calls and sets. And, and you're going to hear guys on the bench more about mm -hmm. like you ever you ever watch a game and you and you see the guy make a shot and he looks at the bench and you're always like what the hell mm -hmm. did he say to make him want to look you're gonna hear right. what he says now oh you're gonna hear what he says now to make him look back i remember Jalen rose also saying it's going to be really difficult for the single players that aren't there with their families and can't bring anybody in and no hookups happening so that might be interesting too what kind of stories are going to come out from that well you know you have immaturity everywhere, so I'm not going to say that no, they're not immaturity, obviously, in the NBA. There's young players. But you always hear stories about, I used to hear, like, Swiss Beats being in the, in the, in the basement and doing music and Jay-Z walking around New York rhyming all day. Like, those are the bubbles. Those are the moments that you've been in a player. Like, you've been locked in to be focused, to be one of the best 350 of something. And if you, those who are, can arise and ascend beyond that are the ones who are going to be champions. Those are the guys who become champions. Like, to be able to say, I'm going to sacrifice something, nightlife, fun, girls, whatever you have that's <laughs> in, in a WNBA side, whatever it is that you're, you're sacrificing, that's what makes the cream of the crop. That's what mm -hmm. makes LeBron LeBron. Like, the way he takes care of his body for these 20 years, whatever he's been playing, it's not the fact that we see him on the yacht with the wine glass. Those moments are, are, are there, but they're far and few. So for me, I've been in a bubble. I I've been in Left Rack City where I'm like, I go home, <laughs> I go to school, I run up them stairs, I jump rope in the house. I've done that for 12, 13 years. Like, I understand what that is. Like, this would just be like, I got to do it for two months to be a champion. I'm going to do it. So basically no entanglements in the bubble is what you're saying. Well, there's going to be immaturity. <laughs> I'll leave it at that. Somebody's going to get snuck in. There's going to be some, like, he's got to go back to quarantine, you know, moments. There will be some that. 
You know, I wanted to ask you, Kenny, I saw you, um, you said that if, if Michael Jordan hadn't retired, he wouldn't have went 8-0. So I'm assuming that you was, you're saying the Rockets would have beat the Bulls. Yes. I think we would have won. I, I think Michael Jordan, let's be records at this, he's the greatest basketball player I've ever seen. Mm-hmm. I don't think he ever had a, the greatest teams those two years. That's different. I think, you know, no Horace Grant, no – people forget Horace Grant and, and, and um, Dennis Rodman weren't with the Bulls in those two years that we won. They were already traded. We had seen in the documentary there was some, like, dissension going on in the team. Scottie Pippen, not a contract. So I, I, I don't think that that team would have beat us. That team had a lot of difficulty with us in the regular season. Most people don't know the first three championships. I know it's the regular season. We went 5-1 and one against them. We only lost one game this, in, in the regular season because we only played them twice because we were in the West. So we didn't – I don't think that they had the best team. Michael was the best player, but he wouldn't have had Rodman. They would have been too little. And that was the reason I think they lost to Orlando when he came back as number 45 because he, he had 55 in Madison Square Garden. With, yep, with Shaq at 55. He was averaging 30 in the playoffs, but they were too little. So Shaq dominated inside. Penny Hardaway dominated inside. Offensive rebounds, Horace Grant. We swept that team. We, we, we didn't even have a problem. We beat a four-zip, the team that they lost to. So that team wasn't good enough. Mm. Interesting. Now, now, now if the great. NBA season ends... He's still the best. Yeah. <laughs> if, if the NBA season ends in October, when do they start next season? Has anybody given that any thought? Uh, I think right around Christmas, you know, it, w- it will start again. And we've done that before. Like, we started wow. late in Christmas. And then that's trying to, then it, it'll, you know, because a lot of people in traditionally that said, it's kind of known, like, our ratings don't pick up until Christmas. Like, mm-hmm. they really pick up because football has kind of ended. Baseball mm-hmm. has ended in October. So everyone is like, okay, now it's time for basketball, you know, to kind of pay attention. So I think that starting at Christmas time in the winter, it will feel a little bit familiar because you probably were watching the Jets, the Giants, if you're New Yorkers and that football up until that point, more importantly, anyway, you're not right. paying attention to the first 10 games or the 15 games of the NBA regular season. That's right. Yeah. All right. Well, Kenny, give them the information about the Jet Academy one more time. JetAcademyCamp.com, your personal trainer for an hour and a half a day. We start next week. NBA All-Stars, WNBA All-Stars, JetAcademyCamp.com. We're ready for you. I feel like we should do the workout. I feel, no, Envy, you can't train if, anyone. If so you need me to show some, some kids how to, you know, shoot or to drug, you know, whatever you need, I'm here for you, Ken. Just let you do that. I've seen Envy play basketball. Hey, it's not pretty. Hey, Angela, I watch. See, he, he realized, like, he puts his life on Instagram. He's got a reality <laughs> show. That's, it's called Instagram Live. And <laughs> I've watched him and his son go at it. In a lot of different, mm-hmm. all the sports y'all do and hooping, and y'all do the racing, the family. Uh, come to the. I've never seen. I've never seen Envy beat his son at anything. That kid was 15 that dunked on me. He was six foot six. What could I do? <laughs> <laughs> what could I do? Goodness gracious! I, I would. Hey, come to JetAcademyCamp.com. I'll show you how to get out the way. All right. <laughs> <laughs> All right. It's Kenny Smith. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. Thank you, brother. Thanks, Kenny. Don't get it. Don't get embarrassed. Thank you, guys. I appreciate y'all so much. All right, bro. Thank you. This is the Rumor Report with Angela Yee. Rumor has it. On the Breakfast Club. So listen up.
Well, Nick Cannon has been trending since yesterday, and that's because of his most rec recent episode of his YouTube show, Cannon's Class. And they are saying that he is anti-Semitic and that he has bizarre racial theories. He was talking with Professor Griff, former public enemy figure, who also was kicked out of public enemy for making similar claims in an interview then. Here is what Nick Cannon had to say about black people being the true Hebrews. When we talk, when we go as deep as the Rothschild, centralized banking, the bloodlines that control everything even outside of America. When right. we talk about the people who, if we were truly the children of Israel, and we're defining who the Jewish people are, because I feel like if we actually can understand that construct, then we can see that there is no hate involved. When we talk about right. the right. lies, the deceit, how the fake dollar controls all of this, then maybe we can get to the reason why they wanted to silence you, why they want to silence mm -hmm. Minister Farrakhan, and they want to throw that. We are having hate speech when it's never hate speech, when it's not. Right. You can't be anti-Semitic when we are the Semitic people, when we are the same people that they want to be, mm -hmm. that's our birthright. Here's the thing, right? We all have freedom of speech, but we're not free of the consequences of that speech. Every time we open our mouths on radio, podcast, TV, to have those types of conversations, it's a good chance we might offend someone. And even though we are free to say what we want, the people we are talking about have the freedom to respond how they want to respond. And this is how they chose to respond by, you know, firing Nick Cannon. That's what you can do well, when we you didn't, have the power. And if it's no, I want to play the next part of what he had to say about white people that was also trending. Here's what else he said. Well, the people that don't have it are a little less in where the term actually comes from, because I'm bringing it all the way back around okay. to, to Minister Farrakhan, to where they may not have the compassion when they were sent to the mountains of Caucasus, when they didn't have the power of the sun, that the sun then started to deteriorate mm -hmm. them. So then they're acting out of fear. They're acting out of low self-esteem. Mm -hmm. So therefore, the only way that they can act is evil. Exactly. So then these people who didn't have what we had, and when I say we, I speak of the mm -hmm. melanated people. Right. They had to be savages. Now, see, that's a whole different conversation, though, because to sit here and act like white people don't have a history of mass racial violence in this country is just inaccurate. There's a long list of mass racial violence, savagery, if you want to call it, murder, whatever you want to call it from white people on damn near everybody in this country. Racial violence has been a distinct part of this country since 1660, and that's a fact. And I don't even have to begin to run down the long list of violent, murderous, savage acts from white people in this country. I would just encourage you all to go to blackpast.org you know, and look at all the racial violence folks have experienced at the hands of white people. So that part of the conversation, that's a that's that's a whole different, you know, that's a whole different conversation. But then we also have a conversation to say that we need our own platform so we can speak on our own platforms. Because like you said, if, if we don't own a platform, if somebody has a problem with what we say or don't like what we say or, or feels offended, they can let us go at any given well, point. And, and that you, was still his you YouTube talk show. That mm -hmm. Well, here's what Viacom CBS had to say. They released a statement. And, you know, he does, he's the chairman of Teen Nick. Of course, he has Wildin' Out also. That's all Viacom. They said, Viacom CBS condemns bigotry of any kind, and we categorically denounce all forms of anti-Semitism. We have spoken with Nick Cannon about an episode of his podcast, Cannon's Class on YouTube, which promoted hateful speech and spread anti-Semitic conspiracy theories. While we support ongoing education and dialogue in the fight against bigotry, we are deeply troubled that Nick has failed to acknowledge or apologize for perpetuating anti-Semitism and we are terminating our relationship with him. 
Listen, Nick is my guy. I hate it had to be him, but that's what you can do when you have the power. And if it's one thing Jewish people have showed us is they have the power. I can't wait until the day black people are able to fire people for saying things about us that we deem racist. We can barely get cops fired for actually killing us. They fired Nick for referencing a theory written by a psychologist, okay, on racism. Also, though, if you're going to have that conversation, have it with a Jewish scholar. Have it with a rabbi. Have it with someone from that community. So anything you say that's not accurate, they can correct you. So when you say something that they they, they deem anti-Semitic, they can correct you. To me, that's how you avoid things like this from happening. I was having a discussion with Jasmine from the Jasmine brand, and we were talking about Mel Gibson and how he still works uh, a lot in Hollywood, despite a lot of things that he said about Jewish people also in the past. They so. whipped it. He got his ass whipped too, though. He did get his ass. I agree with you. He he still is working, but he 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 did get his ass whipped. And Nick's still working too. Like Nick still got, you know, Fox, and he still got uh he got a, he got his talk show coming on Fox. He still got his radio show with with uh out in L. A. Does he own Wild and Out though? I wonder if he owns the the Wild and Out. Is that his? So if they let him go, do does Viacom keep that, or does he be able to take that to another platform? I don't know what his contract sure says. Has, I, I'm I'm pretty sure Nick has some uh ownership and wilding out but it's two different conversations that went on in that conversation though you know the conversation about you know uh what's deemed anti-semitic mm -hmm. um i don't i don't know anything about that but if you want to talk about you know the history of 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 white people in america and the racial violence and the savagery and the murder that's a whole different conversation i'm not casting a wide net saying that all white people are savages but if you want to have an accurate conversation about history yes White people do have a history of mass racial violence in this country. That is now, accurate. I do want to make sure we get to what Nick Cannon had to say, because he did post his own statements on both Facebook and on Twitter. He said, anyone who knows me knows that I have no hate in my heart nor malice intentions. I do not condone hate speech nor the spread of hateful rhetoric. We are living in a time when it's more important than ever to promote unity and understanding. The black and Jewish communities have both faced enormous hatred, oppression, persecution, and prejudice for thousands of years, and in many ways have and will continue to work together to overcome these obstacles. When you look at the media, Media and other sectors in our nation's history, African Americans and the people of the Jewish community have partnered to create some of the best, most revolutionary work we know today. I am an advocate for people's voices to be heard openly, fairly, and candidly in today's conversation about anti-racism and social justice. I think we all, including myself, must continue educating one another and embrace uncomfortable conversations. It's the only way we all get better. So he goes on to talk about encouraging more healthy dialogue. He said, I welcome experts, clergy, or spokespersons persons to any of my platforms to hold me accountable and correct me in any statement. He said, until then, I hold myself accountable for this moment and take full responsibility because my intentions are only to show that as a beautiful human species, we have way more commonalities than differences. Yeah, I mean, listen, he's right, but you can't tell Jewish people what's anti-Semitic, just like nobody can tell black people what's racist, just like you can't tell gay people what's homophobic, you can't tell women what's sexist. The only thing that you can do is, 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 is when you say something like that, that they deem one of those things, you got to sit back and listen. I can't, I, can't, I can't tell you that what you felt isn't what you feel. I can't do that. Right. All right. right. So, and then after that, if you look at Nick Cannon's timeline, he's basically uh, retweeting people who are discussing the situation, showing, showing support for him. So take a look at all of that. We'll be, be following this whole story to see how this uh, all plays out. All right, I'm Angela Yee, and that is your Rumor Report.
Yeah, Nick will be fine. Just, just always remember, we all have freedom of speech, but we are not free of the consequences of that speech. Let me ask you a question. For all the comedians that do that does uh, wilding out with him, do you say, you know what, Nick gave me a chance, he hired me? Do I say, you know what, I'm going to ride with Nick? Or you say, well, you know what, I'm going to stay over here. What, what, what do you do in that situation? You're one of those comedians that, that Nick that's, got you popping. That's a conversation you have with Nick. I mean, I don't. I, I highly doubt. I highly doubt Viacom is getting rid of Wildin' Out. So if anything, Nick will still remain as the owner, executive producer of Wildin' Out, and they'll put, you know, DC Young Fly or somebody as the host. If I'm, if I'm, if I'm Nick, I'm gonna keep it going. Mm. On that platform, or try to move it to another platform. I mean, it depends. I don't know. What, I don't know what Viacom mm. intends to do with. Wilding out. I don't know. It'd be great. Listen, it would be great if we could move it to another platform that we own as black people. That would be incredible. Okay? Mm-hmm. No pun intended. Incredible! But, you know, All right. that, that, that'll, come in the, that'll come in the future. Black people are building, and we're going to continue to build. And All one right. day we're going to have that power. All right. Well, that is your rumor report. Now, who are you giving your donkey to? Uh, donkey of the day is going to an assisted living facility in Billings, Montana. And next hour, we do Ask Ye. So if you need relationship advice or any type of advice, you could get on the phone right now. 800-585-1051. Donkey of the day is up next. It's time for Donkey of the Day. Donkey of the Day, ask Jungleman. I'm a Democrat, so being Donkey of the Day is a little bit of a mixed play. So like a donkey. Yeehaw. Okay. Donkey of the Day. <laughs> the Breakfast Club, bitches. Called a lot in my 23 years, but Donkey of the Day is a new one. Donkey of the Day for Wednesday, July 15th goes to an assisted living facility in Billings, Montana. Have I told you before that ignoring a problem doesn't make it go away? I'm sure I have, but I would like to repeat it. Ignoring a problem does not make it go away, okay? America, please stop listening to the celebrity in chief, Donald J. Trump. Please stop listening to your foolish ass president. He has absolutely no idea what the hell he is talking about in regards to coronavirus. His piss poor response to COVID-19 is exactly why you, as an international college student, don't know what you're doing in the fall because colleges have switched to online courses. All you grade school kids in Georgia who are upset that you will be starting virtual school in a few weeks and not actually going into a building, blame the president of the United States of America. At this point, the divided states of America. But the same guy who fired the global pandemic team in 2016, the same guy who told you coronavirus was a democratic hoax, the same guy who told you not to wear masks, the same guy who told us just yesterday the U.S. would have half the number of coronavirus cases if it did half of the testing. You don't believe me, do you? Listen. Think of this. If we didn't do testing, instead of testing over 40 million people, if we did half the testing, we'd have half the cases. If we did another, you cut that in half, we'd have yet again half of that. The cases are created because of the fact that we do tremendous testing. We have the best testing in the world. Once again, ignoring a problem doesn't make it go away. I wish that if I acted like something didn't exist, that it would really cease to exist. That would be great. We could get rid of racism, sexism, homophobia, transphobia, poverty, anti-Semitism, the wage gap between black and white people, pedophiles. Oh, what a glorious world this would be if we could just will things out of existence by simply ignoring them. By the way, quite a few people would have vanished from this planet already dealing with me because I am the king of ignoring something I don't like. Uh, I will not let it disturb my peace because hating people takes too much energy. I just pretend that they're dead. 
But you know what's not dead? Contrary to Dope 45's popular belief, you know who? Uh, coronavirus, okay? Coronavirus is not dead. You know who is dead? Almost 140,000 people in America because of coronavirus. Very hard to ignore something that's killed 140,000 people. But the celebrity in chief has found a way to do it, and his foolish-ass followers who don't know any better are right there with him. See, when you say things like if you only do half the testing, you will have half the cases, when you allegedly direct officials to slow down COVID-19 testing to make it look like the U.S. has fewer cases, uh, I say allegedly because he denied saying that. But when you frown upon testing, guess what your supporters will do? frown upon testing and that's what i believe happened at this assisted living facility in billings montana see on june 16th the facility was offered free covid 19 tests by the state of montana free no cost but they declined why i have no idea well on june 30th one resident began to show symptoms of covid 19 after that person's test came back positive, the facility tested everyone on July 3rd. Those tests revealed that of the 59 Canyon Creek residents and 55 staff who were tested, 43 residents and 15 staff all tested positive for coronavirus. Oh, and by the way, that number has grown because uh, now it's 36 staff members who have tested positive. Oh, and by the way, as of Tuesday, eight, I repeat, eight residents have died of coronavirus at this facility. I have no idea why this assisted living facility in Billings, Montana denied free coronavirus testing on July 16th. But I do know, once again, ignoring a problem doesn't make it go away. And furthermore, we cannot solve our problems with the same level of thinking that created them. Ignoring coronavirus is what got us here acting like it was a democratic hoax, acting like it was something that would just magically go away. That's what got us to over 3 million cases in America and damn near 140,000 deaths. That's why the economy is in the toilet. That's why damn near 40 million people are out of work, because you can't erase a thing by not acknowledging it. America, we have to be smarter than our president. Okay, he may act like he doesn't have a clue, but that doesn't mean you need to act like you don't have a clue. Because once again, ignoring a problem doesn't make it go away. It only makes it harder to face when it finally comes around. Keyword around. And I don't know if you noticed, but Corona rules everything around me. Give this assisted living facility in Billings, Montana, the biggest hee-haw. All right. Well, thank you for that donkey of the day. By the way, are you smarter than a president? would be a great <laughs> game show. It would be a great, 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 mm-hmm. great, great game show. And it doesn't even have to even have to be centered around 45. You could be using different quotes and uh, different scenarios from different presidents all throughout the history of America. But, you know, a lot of it would come from 45 to see if you are indeed smarter than a president. I think I'm smarter than 45 and um, 42. Yeah, 42 and 45. No, 43. 43 and 45, I'm definitely smarter than. 43 and 45, that's Bush and Trump. All right. Well, up next, ask Yee. 800-585-1051. If you need relationship advice or any type of advice, call Yee now. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. What, 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 what you want to know? Baby mama issues? Need some words of wisdom? Call up now for Ask Yee. 800-585-1051. The Breakfast Club. Need relationship advice? Need personal advice? Just need real advice. Call up now for Ask Yee. Keep it real.
Morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlemagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. It's time for Ask Yee. Hello, who's this? Anonymous. All right, Anonymous. What's your question for Yee? So I got this girl I've been with for uh, four years. Okay. And we've been having, uh, I really love her. I love her to death. Like, I, I, I can't understate, under, under, understate that. Okay. But I've been, I've been, I've been, I've been, I've been messing up. You know, I've been basically uh, cheating on her for four years. Like the whole time y'all been together, you've been cheating. Come on, you, I, I know. I'm just, I just want to clarify. I, it sounds terrible, and <laughs> terrible. don't try to make me feel sympathetic for you. Let's just own it. Oh no, nah, no, nah, I own it all the way, all the okay. way. Okay. Oh, okay, so we've been trying to, uh, we've been trying to. Uh, start a family or whatever, but we've been having our issues with that. Mm-hmm. So, uh, mistakenly, I, you know, I, 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 just being reckless and having what I, you know, cheated on her the whole time, I just continuing to be reckless. I actually, you know, I went out and got somebody else, you know, Ooh. pregnant with, and it ate me up so bad, I, I had to tell her right when I found out about it. Wow. And, I really do want to. I really do want to be with a ye, and I, 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 I really do. But it's hard for me to. I don't know. I feel so bad about what I did. I don't know if I can even, even if she wants to accept this child and be with me. I don't even know if I can continuously put that hurt on her because I know what it's going to mean to her. Even if she does accept this child and, you know, do everything she's supposed to do. That comes with it. I just feel like what we've been through is just it's just too hurtful to continue to be with her, and I just don't know. So, in other words, you want to because a lot of this sounds very selfish to me. So, selfishly, you cheated on her for the four years, even though you love her to death, and then now, selfishly, it's going to be too difficult for you to try to work things out, even if she wants to, because you know she'll be hurt, and you don't want to have to deal with that. I don't want to have to deal with it, but I love her so much. It's just like being without her, like, man. Sounds like man. you love yourself more. Um, let me ask you this. Is she trying to work things out? Uh, I mean, we kind of like, she, she, she kind of in the middle of it. She kind of in the middle. She, she want to do it, but she, she know what she, she like, what, what we've been through is, 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 is just hurtful. If you love someone, you know how they say, if you love someone, set them free? Yes. If you love her and and care about her and you're going to continue to hurt her? Because I don't even hear you say, I've learned my lesson, I'll never cheat again. None of that. I I, 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 I swear to God I did. And it's so crazy because me and, you know, my other little situation, we ain't even, we already... We, we ain't even talking about, we already having the worst talks about it. Like, we, we ain't going to be together. Like, we already, like, nothing. So it's just like. I don't even know I could even trust you to be over there picking up your child and not trying to slide up in there. You've been cheating this whole relationship. You don't even know what it's like to be monogamous. Oh, <laughs> man, honestly, I don't. And I can't say anything I do because of what I've been doing. But. I'm willing How about this? How about you get yourself? How about you get yourself together 
okay? Leave this woman alone. She doesn't have any child attached, and so therefore she doesn't have that uh, responsibility where she has to see you. You should hope and want her to find true happiness if you love her. And it might not be with you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I, yeah, I told her that. I told her that. Hey, listen, she told me, man, this it's, it's is a crazy, it's a, it's a sticky situation. She just loved me. I feel like she loved me too much. And that's, mm-hmm. that's, a, that's not a bad thing, but... You're just her, not worthy like, of it. I, 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 I tell her I feel like I don't deserve her. Right. I, I, I can't even... It's just a... Because <laughs> you done got away with so much. much. You got away with so much, and she lo- and like you said, she loves you too much unconditionally. What's ever going to make you stop doing what you're doing? Seeing the hurt on her face, it's just like... What, 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 what I, what, I, I, when I think about it, I can't it, it, I can't do anything else. Like, it's no way. If we be together, there is nothing else I can do. Like, I've done everything. This is the cherry on the cake. You know, it'll be, I told her, it'll, it'll be super selfish of me. Super selfish. And I'll, I'll know for sure. If we do get back together and I mess up again, then I'll know for sure. That I never... Oh, my God. Do not put her through that. Leave that woman you know, alone, man. Because you're not even sitting... You're saying, if I do this, if I do that, and no, I'm no, not worthy no. and I don't deserve it, you don't even sound confident in yourself to know I that am. you could be a good man to her. You don't sound like it. I, I know I can. I know I can. I just know I just know what I've done. What I've done so far is just like... Like I just said, I don't... Even if I can't walk a straight line, which I know I can... I'm I'm so hurt by what I've done. So you know what I'm saying? It's just like I don't even know if it's even worth it. If I'm, you know. Listen, leave that woman even alone, man. Let her, her let her find let her find happiness with somebody who loves her to death for real. Because you keep telling me I love her to death, but you did all of these things behind her back, right? That have now come back to to the light. She knows about all yeah. of it, and I think you got to just let her. I think. You know, this is just too much. It's too much. You love her, let her find happiness. Leave that woman alone. (laughs) It's going to hurt for her, but, you know, stop thinking about just yourself. I'm not. I'm not. You're right. You're right. You're right. Tell me, can I I do this? What can you do? Can I hit you on IG? Can I Mm -hmm. I hit you on IG? And we talk a little bit more about it? Absolutely. We could talk offline. And I will say this. Also, just in closing, but yes, hit me on IG. I'm going to check for you. Uh, the other thing I'll say is take care of yourself. Get yourself together. Become a better man. Maybe in a couple of years, things can come back around. But mm-hmm. and maybe she'll never mess with you again. But if you love her, just leave her alone. That's what I'll do, ye. That's what I'll do because I don't want to hurt. I don't want to. It's too hurtful. It's too hurtful. I, I, I know what I did. And- mm-hmm. Seeing her, man, it's, it's it's crazy. All right, oh, all right. Yeah. Well, hit me up, hit me offline. We'll talk about it more. Okay. All I'm, right. I'm Ask the message off with my name, so you know who I am. Okay. All right. All, all right. right. Ask ye 800-585-1051 if you need relationship advice or any type of advice. Hit ye now. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. Here's some real advice with Angela Yee. It's Ask Ye. Morning, everybody. It's DJ NV, Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. We're in the middle of Ask Yee. Hello, who's this? This is Maggie. I'm, I'm calling from Trent, New Jersey. Okay, okay Maggie. Maggie. What's your question for Yee? All right, so I'm kind of in an entanglement 
I think mm-hmm. so. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, I still deal with my ex-girlfriend, and I got a girlfriend. And okay. my ex-girlfriend tell me she loves me all the time. We hang out. And I tell my current girlfriend that we're doing these things. Now, I only had sex with my my ex maybe once or twice after we broke up. Okay, now, so you've only cheated. I, yeah, I guess so. But okay. at the same time, I chill with both of them together. And it's kind of okay, but I don't know. My ex-girlfriend always get drunk and tell me how much she loved me and wanted to be with me. And then I start thinking about it, and then I try to I kind of act funny to my current girlfriend. Like, so what let I me ask you this: What does your current What does your current girlfriend think about you hanging out with your ex? And does she know that y'all had sex while you guys were together? I mean, she don't know that we had sex, but she know that we hang out. Now, do you think that she suspects anything, but she's okay with it? Because, you know, a lot of times we try to be so sneaky and do things when, if you were just honest, maybe she'd be okay with it. She wouldn't be okay with that because she want me for herself. Where okay. I'm stuck at is I don't know who to choose. Like, I'm happy. Listen, my current girlfriend, she's not my type. But connect and she treat me great. My ex-girlfriend is the bad bitch. Mm-hmm. You see what I'm saying? I'm sorry. She the bad one. Right. And it, I don't know what to do. Like, I'm confused because... Okay, so you just like your current girlfriend because she sweats you and does everything for you, but you're not even really attracted to her because she's not your type. I'm attracted to her, but not physically. But everything That ain't no relationship. Good. I only did it once. You, once or twice, once. you said. Earlier, you said once or twice. Okay, but if we could all be together <laughs> as one, we'd be great. Uh, but you just said she's not with it. I don't maybe, know. Maybe, maybe, maybe you need to be single. I need to be single. But why? Like maybe you don't. I, my current girlfriend, I love her. Though. I love you her. Just, but I it love don't sound like you're in love. Mm, maybe not. You want to marry me, but I don't. Do you want to marry her? <laughs> I could. I could see myself with her at the end. That ain't no real... You don't want to marry her. Talk about, I could see myself with her at the end. That's not no real relationship. It is, though. You just love her because she she loves you. No, I love her, too. I love her kids, too. But at the same time, she's not my type. And it's just like, it's a lot of things going on. Mm Mm-hmm. But yeah, I think I, I what, what need you to need know, to do... What do you think I you, should do? I think you need to be single and not be in a relationship with somebody that you're really not for real in a relationship with. Stop having a fake relationship. It's, and maybe, it's not and fake, maybe you though. could Listen, you keep trying to justify everything you're doing. Just be honest. Just be like, look, you know, I just need to take some time. I don't want to do anything wrong to you behind your back. So while I'm trying to figure things out, yeah, but I, I really don't do things behind her back. I tell her if we hanging out. You cheated. We, you ain't tell her that? I did. I didn't. Why would I? Who would? Why Why would you cheat? Why be with somebody that you're going to cheat on? It just happened. But mm-hmm. I, I really think I can live my life with my current girlfriend. Like, I'm just... Okay, so then, like, so then are you okay with cutting... Are you okay with cutting off your ex? Can you do that? 
Yeah, but I love her kids. So it's like... It's it don't matter, okay? Those not your kids. Like... Sometimes you got to cut off all relations with somebody. If you love, this is what I think. If you love your girlfriend, you'll stop hanging out with your ex-girlfriend and sleeping with her and being attracted to her. If you love your girlfriend, that's what you would do. If you don't and you're not in love and that's not what you want to do right now, be honest about it. It's not fair. You have to let people know what the situation is so they can make their choices. But I, I, at the same time, I do love my current girlfriend. It's just okay. that, like, I'm in love Cut off your ex then. Show me... <laughs> Well, then be single. If you want to love two people, be single. If you want to be with your girlfriend, cut off your ex. All right, so... That's it. Let's not make this more complicated than it has to be. We got to put you on hold, mama. You got to hold on one second, mama. You got Hold on, okay? She want me to tell her, just keep doing what you're doing. (laughs) Nah, I don't want that. All right, you got to do something different. We can't all be together. Is that what they want, or is that what you want? I mean, I think I got one of them on cue. Oh, my God. But it's just the other one I got to work on. Well, like, listen, if, if she's with it, that's how the relationship will work. If she's not, you have some choices to make. But be honest. All right. Ask ye. 800-585-1051. You got rumors on the way? Uh, yes, we are going to talk about a Breonna Taylor protest that was in Louisville yesterday. And we'll tell you who ended up getting arrested. There were 87 people arrested, and some of them are our friends. All right, we'll get into that next. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlamagne Tha Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. Let's get to the rumors. Let's talk Lamar Odom. It's about time. What's going on? Rumor report. Rumor report. This is The Rumor Report. Talk to him. With Angela Yee on The Breakfast Club. Well, I thought this was interesting. Lamar Odom, they posted video of him getting a laser hair removal. I sent it to you guys. Did you see it? I thought uh, about that. I don't... I did see it. Y'all can't handle it. No, nah, I definitely can't I, handle it. I've been with my wife one time and she got laser hair removal. And I seen the pain that she was going through and I was like, F that. I would never. Nope. I wouldn't pay yeah. for it. That's a luxury. I'm not paying for it. God put this hair I guarantee you he got that done for free. It looked like an ad. Yeah, but you oh, know what? Yeah, there's also man. Film it. You're right. There's also manscaper clippers that'll work a lot easier, I'm sure, and I don't have to go through the pain. Yeah, but with oh, laser hair removal, I'm gonna tell you what's great about laser hair removal, though. You won't get ingrown hairs, right, from shaving or waxing or anything, and it's permanent. So it it is a great upside to that, to not even having to worry about that anymore. Not having to worry about you know going to the beach and your speedos got hair coming out the bottom of them. So I understand. Get, people get ingrown heads on their pubics. If you shave, yeah, absolutely. That's that. That's the excuse uh, people with genital warts are using nowadays. No, yeah, you because when I go to the beach in my speedos, I don't want to see my razor bumps. Man, <laughs> listen, I get little manscape clippers and I'm good money. Yeah, so but I admire him for that because laser hair removal is not easy, and if you do get it, you know you can also get some numbing cream, and that'll actually help I don't you. Out. Look like, I don't want to look like a Ken doll either, though. Yeah, you, you gotta have some hair down there. Well, Ken dolls don't have penises either. All right, now Princess Love (laughs) no longer wants to get a divorce from Ray J. She has requested a dismissal. So looks like they might be working things out. And they've been on good terms. We see they've been together. Quarantine might have helped them out. All right, Tory Lanez, he was trending yesterday. And I was like, okay, it wasn't just because of the arrest. It was because... According to the arrest report, he is five foot three and he weighs 120 pounds. So there was a lot of jokes about that. He did 
posts a $35,000 bond. He has to go back to court on October 13th to face these charges. They found a gun, and it was for carrying a concealed weapon in a vehicle. But the main thing people were talking about was his height and his weight. He weighs you know, way six, less than... How much weigh again? 120. 120. My 16-year-old weighs more than 120, and he's 16 years old. And he's thin. Now, and he, they, <laughs> now did they weigh what? him with or without the trap toupee? Because the head probably from his license. at least... Five to ten pounds. Because so they don't he weigh probably, And that was he probably had that license before he had that trap toupee. Because if they was to weigh him in the jail with that trap toupee on, the trap toupee, depending on the level of Beijing in it, uh, weighs five, between five and ten pounds. My goodness. All right, Kenya Barris is saying another Blackish spinoff might be coming to TV soon. So, not sure uh, what that's going to be. But he did say that they are brewing it up. And he said, it's something I am really super excited about. So that could potentially potentially be happening, but he's not giving too much information about it. Uh, Tyra Banks is Clues, a new host. I, I, I want to drop one of Clues bombs for Kenya Barris. Kenya Barris, that's my guy. He's so petty. He texted me the other day. He said, yo, congrats on your new show. You're going to kill it. I'm glad you finally got what you deserve. Keep it up, bro. And just to be clear, if your is whack, I'm going in. <laughs> Salute to Kenya. All right, Tyra Banks is a new host of Dancing with the Stars. So she's going to be taking over those hosting duties. Now, the pair that have been co-hosting since 2010, uh, they're actually leaving. So they did say it's been a great experience for them to be working all that time, Tom and Aaron. But Tyra Banks is taking over. Um, and ESPN has canceled Kevin Durant's The Boardroom after two seasons. So that was on ESPN+. And they did confirm that they are not renewing the show. So... Had a nice run, but that's not happening. Um, and the Breonna Taylor protest, we were discussing this yesterday. This was in Louisville, and 87 people ended up getting arrested and charged because they refused to leave the property, and their attempts to influence the decision of the attorney general with their actions, according to Louisville PD. That's why they said that 87 people were arrested. Among those people, our girl, Tamika Mallory, the activist, the organizer. Mm -hmm. Also, Yandy Smith got arrested. Portia from Real Housewives of Atlanta got arrested as well. So it's been more than four months since three Louisville cops did a no-knock warrant at Breonna Taylor's house. It wasn't even the right address. The person had already been apprehended. They shot and killed Breonna in her own home, and those cops still have not been arrested. Salute to all our freedom fighters on the front lines. Make sure y'all donate to Until Freedom. Uh, that's their cash app. Uh, and or donate to the emergency fund, untelfreedom.com. You know, those are people who do activism for a living. No performative activism with Tamika Mallory and the Untel Freedom crew. So y'all make sure y'all go out there and support the people that are always on the front lines fighting for us, man. Until Freedom yes. is their cash app. Untelfreedom.com is their website. And yeah, they I tried to the charge them was also with... Okay, I was going to say they tried to charge them with felony charges. Okay, yeah, my bad. Trey, the truth was arrested. YBN Carday, my son, got arrested as well. Yeah, they just said that uh, the district attorney uh, made sure that their charges, one of them was a felony. So, and that, I, I believe that was the That's charge crazy. for, um, let me see, let me pull it up because I've seen it. I looked at it. 87 up. people. 87, 87, 87 people were charged with felonies. Mm-hmm. And it's crazy. And that it's was crazy, the charge though, with that uh, intimidating or participate in legal process is the, is the felony charge. Criminal trespass, disorderly conduct, and intimidating a participant in legal process. That's yeah, yeah. The last one is the felony. I don't, I don't even know what that means. I just know that you can charge them with felonies, but you still haven't charged the police officers that killed Breonna Taylor. That's what they're asking you to do. They're the people asking you protesting, to arrest the police officers get arrested, but not the Breonna police Taylor. officers. Yes. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. It makes no sense. 
All right. Well, that is your rumor report. I'm Angela Yee. All right. Thank you, Miss Yee. And happy birthday to Jim Jones. Today is Jim Jones's birthday. Happy birthday, Capo. Capo. Yeah. So we're going to start the mix off with some Jim Jones revolt. We'll see you tomorrow. Everybody else, the People's Choice Mix is up next. Let's go. Morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlemagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. Now, uh, shout to uh, Kenny Smith for joining us. Queens own. Queens get the money, of course. And congratulations to his Jet Academy. You can hit up, I believe it's at Jet Academy if you want more information on Instagram. You're working yeah, out with them, listen, right? Listen, man. Mm-hmm. For no reason. And listen, salute to us, uh, Swiss and Tim, for putting together another great versus that happens next Wednesday. DMX versus Snoop Dogg. Yes. Uh, two legends, two icons. I love I love DMX. Still listen to a lot of DMX music in the gym. But um I, I don't I don't know if this is a good matchup. It's gonna be entertaining. But mm-hmm. twenty for twenty, man, I put together a list of twenty Snoop records. This is kinda this is kinda bad, bro. I'm not gonna lie. This what is you like, got? This let, is, me hear, you, let me hear. These are nuclear bombs, bro. Like you got gin and juice, nothing but a G thing, Dre Day, deep cover. The next episode, drop it like it's hot. Down for my hitters, beautiful. Two of America's most wanted with Tupac, Young Wild and Free with 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 Wiz. This is when I think X can get some wins. Uh, I want to rock. This is when I think X can get some wins. What's my name? I think X can get some wins. Mm-hmm. Life of the Party is a great record. That's just a matter of, you know, what 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 type of genre of music you like coast-wise, but I love that record. Ain't No Fun, Nuclear Bomb. Murder Was the Case, Nuclear Bomb. Doggy Dog, like Snoop got a lot of nuclear weapons, bro. <laughs> like, yes, but so, so, does, so, does, so does DMX. You know, you, you know his catalog, nah, but then X- we could go back to the joints with Aaliyah. You could go join to the 4321 with LL, uh, Red Man and Cannabis. You could go to Money Cash Holes with Jay-Z. You could go those um, are, those are, what these those itches are bombs, want, but not those. Those, those are, are bombs, some bombs. Not nu- the Rough Riders, not, not nu- anthem. They not nuclear weapons, though. They not weapons of mass destruction. They're bombs. He got a couple. They not weapons of mass destruction. He got a couple of uh, weapons uh, of mass destruction. I think. I mean, I listen. Know, at the end bro. of the day, both of them are very entertaining. They have amazing stories. That's what you really watch the verses for to see all that. I love yeah. to see what songs they put up against each other. Do I think Snoop has a way bigger discography? Yes. Yeah, he does. Absolutely. That's not even a, a I, I, conversation. Yeah, I mean, I just think Snoop got too many nuclear weapons. And then you're talking about Doggy Style, Chronic, Chronic 2001, Features with Tupac. Yeah. That gets bad, bro. You got this. He, X got features with Hov. X is going to give it to you. Slip in. You got the party up. Join where the hood at. We right here. What these bitches uh, want? being nuclear. greeted. How it's going down. I don't hear no nuclear weapons. I hear I hear bombs. No, no, I hear nuclear I hear weapons. Good artillery. I hear good artillery. But Rough Riders Anthem is, is, is a, is a nuclear now, weapon. DMX, DMX does have some nuclear weapons. Yes, he definitely, definitely does. Get me outside. Different, different level of army, baby. Get I'm at me, dog. Who we be? He got some okay. joints, man. He definitely. And I love X. Blackout with Hov. We gonna play verses. He got some joints, bro. I love I love X. All these records you name it are great, but Snoop got some nuclear bombs, atomic bombs. That's he all does. It's, it's gonna be entertaining though. It's, it is gonna be entertaining. All right. Well, when we Are come back, positive note. Lion? Nah, he's not gonna play no, no Snoop Lion. 
<laughs> ex, ex, the, dog, the dog can definitely get some wins against me. <laughs> All right. When we come back, positive note, it's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. Uh, morning, everybody. It's DJ NV, Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. Now, um, Charlamagne, you got a positive note? I just want to tell people out there, please be safe, man. The, the coronavirus is is absolutely positively, the cases are increasing. Uh, my wife, we were supposed to go out to eat this week, and this is the first time my wife was actually leaving the house to do something other than something that we had to do. And the person that we were going with, actually, his wife got coronavirus. So my wife is definitely not leaving the house no more. <laughs> she was like, I was going to give it a shot, but that's it. It's a wrap. I'm not going out. So just be careful out there. Damn, I don't blame her. Yep. Now you got a positive note? Yeah, the positive note, man, um, we just live in this era where it feels like everybody's always, always, always discussing problems, putting problems out there. I tend to believe that there's no use talking about the problem unless you talk about the solution. So let's get to some solutions, people. Breakfast Club, bitches! Y'all finished or y'all done? 